0: What are you doing, beloved? Attention, attention, my black brother. What I want y'all to do right now is take out the do rag. The silky ties down. I want to see the waves glistening. If you got a nappy here, pick it. Don't let nobody discourage you. Ariel. Black boy, black boy. Happy Pride Month! Happy Pride
1: Month, sister!
0: It is so great to see you.
1: It's where the gays can be gay and gay <laughs> and gay. Wow, bitch, we're back. Gay. In that while. Back. Oh my gosh. It's been a while. Yeah, and baby. And we're here. I just I feel like it was also very, very much needed for us oh to take God. this break because a chop now people want to blow my phone up. I'm like, no, y'all don't have to blow me up. I am shooting the podcast baby. right now. But no, um, yeah. It's been a while. I mean. We've talked, of course. Mm-hmm. We hung out, but like actually doing this yeah. is so like forward. I yeah. was like, "Is this thing on?" But I'm glad okay, to be back. You know, I am too, girl. Look at it you was very out. much. I can't stop smiling. <laughs> I'm like, I can't stop. It's like ah. But no, yeah, I'm excited to just talk. And check in with everybody and see how everything's going. Also with you, girlie. Yes, girl. We have a lot to catch up on. Yes, we fucking was, do, honey. I was holding, like, when we talked, remember I was like, bitch, I cannot wait for us to get on the podcast so we can just get the raw e- emotions from one another? And I'm here for it.
0: Before we jump into everything, I want to know, in honor of Pride Month, what is the gayest thing that you did this week?
1: Well, everything I do is gay. I know, like right. I literally can't turn it off. But I think the most gayest thing I did this week was, I know the girls are going to judge me, you know, here we are with this, but, sorry, my hat is like, there we go. I took some nudes and some, my new Savage Fenty underwear. Who's going to judge you? Right? always send nudes. Okay, but it's because I'm, I'm doing it so late in the game. That's the judge, is <laughs> because this is not the first. Cause this is not the first time I've sent nudes, right? But it's the first time I've wore jockstrap.
0: That is what I'm judging you about. Yes, that absolutely. is the part. <laughs> the girls are like absolutely, twenty eight years old, and you haven't you haven't owned the jockstrap until now. You got yes, twenty eight years. How long have you been? I, out? Ugh,
1: I came out freshman year, second semester. Of so ten college. years
0: ago. Oh, sorry. Ten <laughs> <laughs> Are you just? I'm just
1: saying. Yes, because also like I never felt comfortable wearing them. I felt like I also needed to have a reason to wear them. But then I got to this point. Was like, bitch, you are the reason. Yes, you You are.
0: You are the the reason, honey.
1: And granted, I did not send these to
0: anybody either. Oh, did I say I did? I thought you said you sent them. I did. Never mind. Sorry. I was was just ready to say, now let's (laughs) get up here and tell the people a lie now.
1: Huh? nah come on <laughs> I just I thought about it I said I did not send it to nobody uh, girl I immediately sent it to somebody you should have that's I what news i
0: if y'all think yeah. your CIA agent hasn't seen your hole I promise you they have whether you were sending <laughs> pictures or you were just at home chilling with your booty tooted up in the open. air and your laptop open baby your assigned this agent was- has seen that hole and that pole
1: Do you you private browse? Do you private browse?
0: Yeah, oh my God. My phone stays, especially (laughs) when I'm watching porn now. My phone absolutely (laughs) stays on private browsing. Shout out to Safari. I don't know that it means anything, but I absolutely do private browse.
1: Same. Shout out to Google Chrome Incognito. You know, the girls are invisible, even though I feel like they still can get through.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't. There, privacy is a fallacy, especially in the United States of America. If you believe you have privacy, I can guarantee you, you don't. And even you don't. They're like apps that you can pay for privacy now. And I'm pretty sure that those are a waste of money because literally we know that if somebody wants to get something, they're going to get it.
1: They're going to get it. Look at the
0: scammers. Look they I'm always just- find a new way to get us anyway. Wow! they do so they always find our credit cards i'm
1: sorry y'all. no they find they'll find a way to get our credit cards whether we like it or not but what have you done that was super gay oh okay so you <laughs> know i
0: like to run in the in the park and um when i'm done running and squatting and all that good stuff you know i either run or i like you know fast paced walk back to my apartment <laughs> Bro, I was in that park really shaking my ass to, uh, yesterday. Like, literally as I was stepping, like, bouncing back and then Cheetah Girls comes on and I'm literally, like, strutting down the middle of the road. Like, hands in the air, like, all of that shit. Um, we love I don't know. The Cheetah Girls just, like, make me fag out. I don't know what it is. Do I ever say that word on here?
1: You don't. <laughs> Sorry, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Listen, I feel like we could say that just, like, Black people can say, nigga. I feel like we can say it, and we own it. We're taking ownership, right? We're reclaiming it.
0: Oh, don't don't get me wrong. I'm not embarrassed or ashamed. <laughs> I just don't know that I've ever said it on here before. I feel like I can just like, draw oh. that boundary. My bad, y'all. <laughs> you was like, oh, don't think I'm,
1: don't think I'm ashamed. I not what I told you. I was now, been, no, no, no.
0: <laughs> Listen,
1: we have not done this in a while. That's the thing. We're about to get comfortable. No, girl, I listen. Cheetah Girls gives me, like... I love the
0: cheetah like. Oh, I'm going to always do that. I'm literally going to always jump about my skin for some Galleria uh, Dorinda, Chanel, and Aquanetta. Aqu- was it Aquanetta? Mm-hmm. I never knew it was Aquanetta. Mm-hmm. I thought it was
1: always Aqua. Nope, it's Aquanetta. Agua. Aqua. Oh, Jesus. All right, the ghetto. No wonder <laughs> Keeley was her. <laughs> no wonder Keely was her with the hot sauce on her back. I was like, ooh, wait, so wait. It was strut though. You you danced to you. It was
0: strut that you were. No, it was the party's just begun. We can do anything, anything we, we want. to finally get that the chance. <laughs> Never better than we ever been. <laughs> ever been. That was fucking Cheetah Girls two. Maybe that was. Um, I went to Barcelona at twenty four. Had had the dream for twelve years. That was three years ago. That movie came out about fifteen years ago. Fifteen or sixteen years ago.
1: Did you was over there? Literally, probably like I want to go here. I want to go there. I want to strut like you mean it for your mind. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Look at the little. Look at the little queer in you.
0: <laughs> look at the little queer in you. Oh my That's gosh, cute. girl! Four fucking months since the last time that we shot this show.
1: Wait, 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 wait! What is up, everybody? It is your boy Lord Zevry,
0: and I'm Derwin King.
1: And welcome back to another episode of That Black Boy Joy, where we create a space that black boys can be themselves
0: with... So much more.
1: <laughs> four <laughs> months. Four. Okay, now you can do what you're saying. Can you can.
0: Yeah, see, exactly. It's been four months since the last time we sat down and did one of these episodes. I swear, it's just like. It's crazy how much life has changed um in that little bit of time. It was literally the last episode we did, I believe, was with Doug, was it not Doug? Spearman? Yes, it was
1: with Doug Spearman. I think it was like March 7th? when we
0: posted it.
1: When we posted it, but we just, we had shot that probably
0: like It was it, in we shot that in February. February.
1: Yeah, we shot that in February. We dropped it in, but it was it took us even a while for us to drop that.
0: I mean, life was <laughs> super hectic. No, seriously, I like we were just getting to the point where we were like, "Whoa, baby, this is <laughs> some work right now. And I mean, we was over here like, in our defense, right? Like the world has continuously changed. Right. And like, in really scary and crazy ways. And you were starting a new job and I was kind of getting adjusted to new Orleans. um, Yeah. and, And in a different way, I think, because I was working all the time. And then like in the middle of trying to figure out like this stuff with my new job I don't know. It just felt like everything was completely out of whack and like, I needed to be mentally focusing on getting my life together.
1: (laughs) Life. You had to focus on life. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was in the same space and also I experienced burnout. Yes. Like I, and we're going to talk about that later, of course, but like, I just had got to a point where I just was like, we're shooting, we're doing all the editing, we're doing all the stuff and we're just doing a lot. And just like, for me, I didn't feel like we were getting like the return mm. in, in in a certain space yeah. to, to unpack. But I just kept, I got to a point where I was like, I am tired. I want to break. I want to stop. I want to just take some time to like be free and also like get the energy back to shoot because it was just getting to like a routine. We're like, this is our 95th, this will be our 95th episode so we've been doing this for quite a while. Yeah, I told and someone that and their
0: eyes jumped out of their heads. I was like, "We're almost at a She was like, "What?"
1: And casual, and we was and we were pushing like a machine. I think we were. It was a machine, and I think we got to that point of just like,
0: huh. It was us. I mean, it was literally just like it was us, and not <laughs> to mention doing. Everything else that we're involved in, I mean, we're not, we're not boring girls, you know, we're not sitting around (laughs) and like doing the podcast and then going to sleep now. I mean, there was Mm. a time in what last year where, (laughs) and I mean, it's going to be like that this year, but I mean, I'm a different bitch Um, (laughs) where I would work immediately finish working, do the podcast immediately, immediately finish that start practicing lines or go and do the next thing. Like it was always a revolving door of activities. So, yeah. I mean, you know, kudos to the girls. Pat's on our backs because we took a well-needed break, okay?
1: And listen, it is always okay. We're the girls that's all about self-care. We're oh. the girls that's always about taking that time that you need. Also, like, you just need to recharge. <laughs> so, listen. You ain't never got to see as be As much as we talk about it. Oh, girl. One thing about me is when I'm tired, when I need to rest, I'm going to she's going to rest. Right? She's going to take that nap. Mm-hmm. She's going to take a break. She's going to create those boundaries because my mental health and my energy is like way more important yeah. right now. And it's also like, I can't be at a hundred if I don't have a
0: hundred in me. I know that's So right. it's
1: like, why keep doing it at that capacity and not giving the energy that it deserves and all of that stuff. But then there's also internal stuff and we were just, I was at a space. I was just like, all right. <laughs> I think we're good for a little bit, but we're going to get into it. We're going to talk about the good things and all that stuff, but like we always do, we're going to go into our Black Boy Joy Spotlight and our actual Black Boy Joy Spotlight for this week um, is going to be um, an, a social media page um, called Native Son, which you can follow them at Native Son Now and it is basically a platform, a nonprofit organization that is all about uplifting um, Black men, Black queer men specifically and inspiring them motivating them to be their authentic selves and just embracing and celebrate each other and they currently have a campaign going on right now um where they're asking black men or uh, male presenting what does black boy joy mean to them and it's just always something that you know of course we love and we want to hear and things of that nature so i just really wanted to give them their flowers and just their credit because um creating that space for us is always needed and always deserved. And um, it is just something that the more visibility we see and the more opportunities that Black boys um, have to embrace themselves, specifically queer men as well, is always impactful um, so shout out to Native Sun. You can follow them on Instagram at Native Sun now to check in with all their content
0: about queer black men and all the good shit we are doing in the world. To throw in that it um, from the bio, it is an intergenerational movement, community and platform created, um, it says four years ago, to inspire and empower black gay queer men there is no other organization globally that supports this community with the emphasis on wellness, empowerment, and amplification. We mm-hmm. are Black, gay, queer men who are leaders, mavericks, and the best at what we do.
1: Mm-hmm. And that great? You know the other, it is cute because you know the other shit be always about sex. So. <laughs> the other shit be about sex. So. Come on, Global. No, Act, I think this on, is a Global good Act. choice for
0: our spotlight. If I can read one more thing from their site, because I, I actually really love Native Son um, and have a deep respect for Emil as well, um, the founder. Mm-hmm. Uh, Native Son harnesses the collective power of Black gay queer men with the goal of ensuring that our voices, visibility, and lived experiences are elevated in all of the communities in which we exist and never again disregarded. I really like... I will say that they do a really good job of, like, amplifying our voices and just, like, yeah. spotlighting people. Um, I'm, examples of Black love all the time. And I, every time I see a couple kissing or I just see, like, two... If I just see a happy Black man, I'm almost certain it's being posted by Native son. And then I look, yes. and it is. And I'm like, look at that. So yeah, they, they're doing it.
1: Yeah. yeah, we don't see each other doing those things, which I always love. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, I'm here for the gay shit. The Black gay shit. <laughs> all right? Black specifically, because we just need it. I just want to see more of it. Like, shout out to them. I just want to say shout out to them. Native son and the girls are
0: doing their job. Did you? What were you shaking your titties? Oh, I was showing the girls my <laughs> equality shirt.
1: Come on, equality. It's a low. Look at my taco meat. I had mine's on, but mine's was like wrinkled, so I decided to just like. I said, I'm gonna just wait. We have a whole month. <laughs>
0: but you know that month we going to go by quick cuz we already on the ninth, baby. Speaking of, today um is the release of The Queer's Folk um on uh Peacock. I don't know why I put the in front of Queer's Folk, but yeah. two episodes are out on Peacock right now. Did you watch the first one? I have not watched it yet, but cuz I
1: was going to I'm saving time to watch it tonight. Like I'm going to like eat dinner and all that. So first of all, y'all, I was not a fan of Queer's Folk, oh, okay? Man. I told you that I wasn't. I was not a fan. Because it was what white, <laughs> all right, and it was also based on a British series originally, oh, and they brought right. it to the states forgot about and that. they made it white. All right. So I was never a fan. Everybody knows I always scream this to the moon and back. I was a Noah's art girl, two seasons, pissed off, jump in the broom. Come on, bada bing, bada boom. However, you could talk more about this about Noah's. Uh, I mean, a queerest folk, but they did a reboot, and it is based in New Orleans. When my girl is at, and <laughs> all of that
0: good shit. Yes, baby! So, they filmed it um, between, I want to say November, December, January, and February. So, um, mm-hmm. I, I was on the set for that show during that time. I, mo- I mostly was there for November... Oh, okay, never mind. Every month. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, girl, every I, month. I filmed every month uh, there. I don't know how many episodes, um, but... It was a really interesting experience um, being on that set. Um, I've already seen the trailer, um, and I did actually watch the first episode already. Um, It's so interesting. Let me just tell you, you know, being in D.C., I feel like there weren't a lot of things on television that were, like, in D.C., so there weren't many occasions other than Real Housewives of Potomac where I would see things that I frequent on the television. Also,
1: like, political shit. It was always... I
0: wasn't watching that. It was The Hill. It was always on The Hill. Not watching... I wasn't watching House of Cards and I'm, I don't really care for... <laughs> oh, I guess like, um, what's it called? Even on Scandal, they never really... Like, that wasn't a DC show. They were always mm. everywhere. And then when they were in DC they were at the same two locations. It's just whatever. Yeah. So... I'm watching, you know, Queer as Folk, and it takes place in the city I live in, and there's stuff that, like, is down the street for me. It's, like, because it's such a small city, it feels so cool for me to see my, like, community on just, like, television. Yeah. Um, and even, like, I was watching the Tank and the Bangas music video the other day, and I was just like, ha Considering I've only been here for a few months, that shit is just so cool to me. I'm sure these girls that are from here don't give a fuck. They're like, Eating we see this all, all the time, but right. baby, I love it, okay? Sure. So anyway, <laughs> back to queer queerest fuck or whatever. Um, it was quite an experience being on set. I saw a lot of cool queer people and some straight people, too, were there. I don't know why that, like, blew my mind that there were straight people on a set. I don't know why I was pretending as if... It, it was like, you you do this queer production, and you assume everyone who does it is going to be queer. And that's yeah. probably the first time that I've been in a space um, and consciously was like, everyone here is gay or queer. For the most part. And then that wild how there was a point in our lives where, like, we would step into rooms and the assumption was always point blank, period, that everyone was straight. And then, yeah. like you know, you're the queer person is the, like you're the outlier. It yeah, was I mean, it still the was exact the opposite on the set. Like that was so wild. Yeah. Um, it's
1: still the same. I still do that. When I walk into the place, I'm like, you're straight, you're straight, you're straight, you're straight. Um, really? But I'm like, I girl, I do that. Or I do everybody's gay into their proven straight.
0: That's kind of where I am. Now, honestly, it's really interesting. It's kind of where I am in my brain. <laughs>
1: But, no, I think that I'm interested in this season or series of uh as Focus because it's actually diverse and not just because of the, not just the colors and complexions, also, like, the intersections of queerness, like, individuals that are non-binary, individuals that are trans, individuals that are uh, not able-bodied and things of those. Like, it's just, all. It's just like, a very diverse show. Um, and is it, do you, what is, is that, that's how you say it, right? Non-able- non able-bodied. How do you, is that, okay.
0: <laughs> like, I'm not sure uh, if say differently abled is, uh, differently are people not, no longer using the word disabled?
1: I don't, I don't, girl, you know, nowadays, girl, I ain't trying to get canceled.
0: <laughs> I'm not entirely sure that disabled <laughs> is a bad word, but I wouldn't be the yeah. person to ask. Either, but see,
1: so that's the thing is, I watched the trailer and granted there is, there is a, with, to my knowledge, there is a, um, like a more cis, cis guy leading the charge of course it's just good to just see um, more of a
0: variety (laughs) that actor's name is Devin Way by the way
1: come on Devin Way I have not watched it yet so I can't really give my jizz until like next week Um, but yeah I'm watching it after we get done shooting because I want to sit and watch it like make some dinner.
0: I can't wait for you to see it. You know, what's really yeah? funny. I, yes. um, saw myself like several times in that first episode, um, and did not react even once. Actually, I laughed a little bit, but then I saw my friend, right? <laughs> Every single person. Cause it wasn't a big set. There are not that many yeah. people in the background. Every person I saw that I recognized, I was like gagging. Like I literally like. But
1: not yourself.
0: No, why? I don't know why. I see myself and I'm like, <laughs> and no, then I told my about for like two seconds, and I got up and screamed, "Bitch!" I paused that TV and was screaming. I love seeing the people I know on television. It's so cool.
1: It is like you're like, "Bitch, you made
0: it! Bitch,
1: you're on <laughs> I was TV! Like, Look at my little baby! Bitch, you made it!" But shout out to. Queer folk for being more diverse because where it was going in the past, they could have kept it. I was not here for it. It was too white.
0: I can't wait to see what you think about it because I have lots of uh, criticism.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ah! I guess I'm going to, of course I'm going to have criticism because it's coming from like a white space. Mm. And sometimes they try to like force this like, I'm always like, sometimes it just like, just for like forcing the LGBTQ plus community and certain things is just not needed but keeping it even just keeping it subtle Girl. just it you know
0: what we we like a natural <laughs> moment okay we like a natural moment i'm going to tell you right now this, and I'll give it to them because it's just a pilot episode and this is true for any show that tries to establish itself as different from its predecessor. They're going to be throwing it at my face. Or they're girl, gonna be it at me, girl, oh my God. Yes,
1: mama, honey, slay. Oh, oh my God, we're you hear
0: work. the dialogue in the first episode. I'm going to give them a pass though because it was exciting. Um, You know, it's. It, I'm very intrigued and I cannot wait to continue watching. There are two episodes that are out right now um, I do want to say that Kim Cattrall's accent was a choice. <laughs> Kim Cattrall's accent. Um, so.
1: That's why she didn't do sex in the city?
0: Oh, you no, didn't know she not... was in the
1: show. No, is that Kim Kim Cattrall's Yeah, Kim that's correct. This... Okay, got
0: it. And I,
1: I didn't know, know she was in the show. Yeah,
0: she's um, the main character's mother. Um, I was on set with her one day. I'm, I'm excited to see that scene. Work. Um, <laughs> <weird>. <laughs> no, I honestly cannot wait for you to watch and see her accent because she yeah. comes on. Well, I didn't think I was gonna end up saying, talking about it. She comes Girl. up in the shot. and I'm, I'm looking at the scene and I'm not surprised because I know who the cast is. And, you know, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Let's see what Ke- uh, Kim got going on. And I hear her talking. And I was like, wait, what? what is that? What is, what's happening here? And I, I was like, is she doing a. And I won't make I won't use any words to describe the accent. I won't Okay. I won't qual- qualify it. I will not qualify okay. the accent. All I okay. will say is that it is a choice. Trash. Moving on. So, <laughs> have have you watched the first couple of episodes of The Real Housewives of Atlanta?
1: I've watched I'm up to date. Yes. I'm, Yes, uh, I'm up to date. Okay, you don't sound enthused. That's nothing. You don't like it? Just not at all. Let's just get into it, girl. Marlo is the slightly most entertaining thing on here, (laughs) but again, I feel like she's trying to give like this Nene vibe, or like just 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 like out just says random quip, like like quotes or just random things. Which I get it because she is the only one that has like a personality right now. I mean, but like. Everybody else is just very stale, very bland. I don't care for Drew and her lioness and her man just verbally just trashing her on TV. I don't care for King and trying to be this new saint this season. Yeah, I don't care for Sharae as over here dealing with a jailbird. and She has an android. Just I don't care for that. I don't care for Miss Trackstar. She just moved to Atlanta. She's still trying to get acclimated. You
0: activated. don't like Sanya? Or, I don't the like Sanya. Sha-
1: Sha- I don't like Sonya because the way she's Oops. about to, this layout of how she's about to just fucking go left on Drew. I don't like. It's just really random and really weird. And then also Candy.
0: Wow.
1: I'm watching it though. Like I'm, I watch it regularly. But it's also like it's
0: something that like I just I didn't think you weren't gonna like it. I'm actually shocked. I'm over here a little shocked. I ain't gonna hold you. Now do I share some of your opinions? Yes, we differ on a couple of them. Um all right, so so for the sake of not spending all damn episode on the rants, let's just run through these last two real quick. So Michael B. Jordan and Lori them. Harvey um ended their contract. Next. <laughs>
1: And the the contract, I think it expired. I think it actually ah uh, yes. the like, lease. They didn't renew the lease. Yes. They didn't re- they didn't renew it, and they just said fuck it. Like, and I'm okay with that.
0: I am too. <laughs> um, iMessage message apparently will allow us to edit and unsend messages. I'm perfectly fine with that. When does that happen? I don't know, but one thing I
1: don't like is when a nigga do not respond to a message. I'm deleting that shit, and you ain't gonna see it no more. Not this is
0: jacked.
1: <laughs> yep, this you didn't respond pro. to my message. Here's the thing about me. One thing about me is I don't play that shit. Uh-uh, don't don't act like you didn't see that message, hoe. You on Instagram and all that. I don't know, don't do that because I'm gonna delete that shit like I didn't text you at all.
0: The girls said they're gonna start blocking if y'all start editing and unsending text messages. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: gonna edit. So here's the thing, right? Everybody knows I can't write. I can't text for shit. I can't send an email that has to have one grammatical error in it, which I'm working on. I know
0: that's right self-development, baby.
1: I'm working on it, all right? However, I need that because I send out messages and my shit's going to be fucked up. So I need to edit it so I make sure, like, girl, no, I'm not stupid. I'm just dumb. You know y'all could just revise,
0: right, before you send a text message?
1: I I know that I can, but the way my brain runs, it just doesn't stop to revise.
0: Yeah, moving to I tonight. have
1: Grammarly I don't know why girl but yo, yeah I'm excited um, I'm also excited to unsend too so I can start all over
0: <laughs> my friend Tori is always sending and unsending me messages on Instagram so I'm going to be really irritated when we start doing it in text message I don't know why she does it she literally will send me a message and right before I get to read it she'll unsend it so she's going to abuse the fuck yeah. out of that feature and
1: I'm going to do that really too angry. when niggas I send my nudes to if I send you a nude and you don't give me a heart or a like, unsend.
0: That's a good use for it. Cause mm-hmm. okay, great. Now I know why I'm going to use <laughs> mm-hmm. it. I'm going to use mm-hmm. it. Well, niggas will they'll see. It. What if I screenshot it?
1: Okay, you got to do that then. I mean, if you screenshot it, but you got to have.
0: How you gonna screenshot if you didn't see? What it? is the point of this feature? Why well, I don't I don't know that this actually is. I think small. it's
1: to remove paper trails, bitch. Yeah, it's remove paper trails. If you murder somebody. And you tell somebody, I I killed this person. And you can say, Dude.
0: But I refuse to believe that there's not some log of it somewhere. This seems completely it is. It's, useless. It's, it is. It is.
1: It's just like, you know, when you delete pictures, but you have to go to the permanently delete because it's not really deleted. Right.
0: There's got <laughs> to be a log. There's got to be a log. There's got to be.
1: No, it's just, you know, you know how when, uh, on Instagram, you unsend something. I need the details. It's no log. It's no log when you unsend something on Instagram. Oh, you're right.
0: Nah, but I feel like Instagram got a copy <laughs> of that shit. You know, I'm, you, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, somebody got access to that information. Yeah, They, they the white have man. to. The white man. I'm telling you. Because if I, cause I just know the court ain't about to let that go down.
1: Mm-mm. They're not. And here we are. Th- listen, I'm here for it. Give me a good old edit. I only thing I need is an edit bitch what if i because one thing about me is like i need to understand something if i put some stupid shit out if i text you at a drunk text at night if i like express my feelings to you and you hit me with like a k i never did it i don't know what you talk about i said i loved you you don't got no proof
0: say with your chest (laughs) say with your chest fuck that
1: (laughs) you're not gonna get that nope you did I say I didn't say I loved you? Where's the paper trail?
0: No, I never said that, I bitch. You know Where's your proof? I never said I Oh, <laughs> Real Housewives will never be the same. Damn, because you know them girls love to pull up a text message, honey. They gonna have to start collecting. Um, not that nasty screenshots. Yes, as they soon gonna have, that have to screenshot
1: everything. Oh my
0: god. Mm-hmm. All right, girl. Let's jump into these meat and potatoes. I'm hungry.
1: Let's get into it. Gobble gobble. <laughs> <laughs> you know my favorite thing to do. Oh, Eat yes, up,
0: girl. Okay, so let me just let me just say, uh, Devin and I saw each other about two weeks ago. We are two weeks removed from uh, DC Black Pride. It was so mm-hmm. great to see my sister. It had been yes. um, a year, I think, since the last time I saw mm-hmm. Oh, no, 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 I did see you in August. So it had been almost a full year since the last time I saw you. I moved. In you almost. did? Oh,
1: yeah. I was like, this bitch
0: went. Oh, July. Really July. Got it. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Next month. it'll. It, so <clears throat> it had been almost a year since the last time I laid eyes and hugged my good sister and i got to see her about three or four times while i was in dc for yes. uh like gay black pride and yes how did you enjoy the weekend
1: how was it i okay so you know what i was doing hated it but overall like i enjoyed the time that we spent when we went um <laughs> um the time that we spent um going through the, C- the D.C. streets at night. Oh, baby, okay. I missed that. So, let's, okay, so the reason I hated it yeah, was let's go because ahead. <laughs> there was plans that were supposed to happen and it did not happen, and I was very, very mad about that. Second of all, I spent too much money that I shouldn't have spent because uh, the next week I was going to Philly, so I was just like, fuck. And then second of all, like, I just like felt like I was over it. Like I had I don't a dark know cloud say. with let's you the say, whole
0: time. Of course you did.
1: Very much a dark cloud. But, like, I just also did not, like, it wasn't even because of that. It was also because, like, I just Should've felt like been. I was, like, disconnected. I'm screaming bitch. I'm it was that, too, which we're going to talk about. But it also just felt like I just was not having, things weren't fun. No, like, that's I, true. You know, I would, when we went out the first time, I was looking cute, girl. I was excited. I went in and I was like, girl, this is a waste of an outfit. Like, it was nobody was in here. And I wanted to be seen. So that was on like, Thursday, right? Thir- no thursday was fine thursday wasn't i wasn't expecting anything on okay. thursday like now that was cute that was just cute okay friday i mean when did we see each other saturday
0: we oh each other me. um okay so what night was Santana? it that we were out at um we were Santana. out at Nellie's and then we were outside trying to figure out where we were going to go was that on Sunday? Saturday? that was on
1: Sunday. that was sunday oh, okay that was sunday okay. so saturday was that night was just like Okay. I just felt like I wasted an outfit yeah like, I was just like but I also had been doing a lot that Saturday so like I was kind of fatigued um but then Sunday was actually pretty fun but like I just got drunk and then like I had I wanted to I wanted to be a little freak and it didn't happen and I was mad and all that stuff like that which I shouldn't have been mad because I should have expected it but <laughs> <laughs> here we are um but no yeah I, I just think that I got to a space of like I it's this is dc products for transplants i mean for like people that are traveling in the city and traveling out like, oh right yeah yeah people the money was just like it was so expensive for things that we knew was going to be yeah but it was even week. expensive
0: for them like i don't think that yeah. it was necessary for it to be that expensive um yeah, yeah I was, like hmm. i don't think it's ever been that expensive before either like i've seen how much they charge for these events so it wasn't like i was surprised but i was like at the point that the park was charging eighty dollars to enter, um, with cash and a hundred for card, I was like, "Oh no, this is this actually is absurd!" absurd. <laughs> like that, that was, was like. That's completely nonsensical. That's ludicrous is what
1: it is. And the thing about it is I get bothered because like, it doesn't come with anything. Yeah. You don't get unlimited bottle service. You don't get a complimentary like food. You don't get like a section. You just pay to get in there and you have to pay for everything else. And I think that's for me. Like I know that night I was tipsy and I was like, I'm not paying for this and all that shit like that, which is very valid because it was just like, it wasn't, it's not, it's, I, I'm very, I'm not going to say I'm frugal with my money, but it has to make sense. Like if I'm not about to just pay a hundred dollars and then pay another hundred dollars in the space. Now, if my intentions was to go out and like blow a bag, like, of course I'll go get a section and I'll do that with some friends and all the, but like, that wasn't, I was not planning. Like, I just hate when it was sporadic. Like yeah. it wasn't told to me beforehand. Yeah. You know, like if it would have said on a flyer, like 80 to get in, like 80 for cash, a hundred for credit, I mean, I knew it before I got to it, but when we were waiting in the lines and then they're like changing the prices as you go, it just, to me, it just is like, they just want money mm-hmm. and it's just not fun and not
0: cute. So like to get that, them, party like, prom- you paying for that party promoters, Tesla, honey.
1: Yeah, and that's like, girl, like, you got to, and my thing about it was like, give me a live-ass party. Like, I don't need you me to get in there, and it's not
0: fun. What's a live party for you is the question. To me, it's like,
1: everybody is like, it's great music flowing consistently. Like, I need, like, very much music that is very good, because I need somebody to make me want to buy drinks. You know, mm-hmm. I want somebody to want me to buy, like, buy, buy, show out. What makes First music part, good for you? To, get, to me, it just needs the beat. A, the beat needs to be really good. The transition into every song needs to be, like, very, like, fresh. And, like, it's not the same music that we've heard, you know? Like, I like mixes. Okay. So, like, I like house music, too. Like, I need you to give me a remix of, you know, Dangerously in Love or something of that nature. Okay. Also, I need everybody to be dancing. I need everybody to be in that bitch. I don't need nobody on the... I don't need nobody... I don't want to feel like I... Anybody is less than or greater than. I need everybody. Even if you're in a section, turn up in your section. Like, have a ball. Like, I just don't need that elitism shit happening at all. Like, I just do not need that. Cause it's going to make me not want to be there because I'm going to feel like I'm being judged or already have anxiety and shit like that. So
0: that seems to be like a huge issue too. And I think that was something I heard echoed through like the literal streets of DC as people were like, when they were talking about (laughs) not paying the uh, prices to get in there, I'm hearing them be like, just to stand around and look at each other. Like they don't even speak. And that's something that people say here in new Orleans too. And it's just like, wild that that's such a large phenomenon in our community to just go out to events and just stare at each other and it's one thing like you know that we have a hard time sometimes approaching each other right like that we have difficulty connecting but i actually think that like clubs and party promoters are also creating these like conditions for us to do that they're actually like killing our social scene because mm-hmm. we're going to these clubs and people are buying sections and they are you know behaving in an elitist manner and then yeah. creating conditions for people to feel like they can't dance right and then you've got like people like i saw this on twitter the other day like you go ahead to the club you try to have a good time you dance and somebody's recording you and putting you on social media So people, because they're so subject to the opinions of others, are going into Mm -hmm. these clubs and they're not allowing themselves to have a good time. And then, Mm -hmm. yeah, so I guess like the DJ is going to play whatever. I'm not going to sit up here and play a whole bunch of dance music that motherfuckers ain't going to dance at that point. Yeah, I guess I would just play a whole bunch of fucking like trap music (laughs) and y'all just going to sit around, smoke hookah and look at each other
1: because I don't.
0: Otherwise, what are you doing?
1: yeah i don't even do i don't like hookah so like that's the thing like the only reason i'll do hookah is if like the like i said if the vibe is right if the music is playing everybody's dancing if everybody's just having like no cares i will smoke (laughs) i will smoke hookah bitch i will buy shots like i was buying drinks for us at nelly's like i was just buying jello shots for us because i felt oh yeah you were at that
0: alcohol comment child
1: bitch i was like let's because the thing about it was like I, I like, I have no problem. Like, I can enjoy myself. Mm-hmm. Like, now my pocketbook bitch was like, my, cr- not my pocketbook, my fucking car. was like. <laughs> I'm sick,
0: you said pocketbook. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but afterwards, but I didn't care in the moment. And that's what you should be doing. Like, not saying that you should be doing, but like, I just did not. I don't like when DC sets it up as like that, you know? Like, and then people travel in, and then it's very much when you see Me. people that you saw on social media. <laughs> oh, yeah. But you're from here, girl. Cause that's the thing is when you see people that you see on social media and then you see their energy because of like this ambiance is creating that like elitism right, type of mindset. Right. I didn't, I don't like that. Like it's just like girl, we be talking on Instagram all day every yep. day. Girl, you probably have showed me your butt. I've showed you my butt.
0: Like I see your dick, and you, guys, you seen... gonna turn your nose up at me at the club. <laughs> no, bitch. I saw two people um, that I see like every weekend. Actually, I saw one of them last night at the local bar. I saw them on the streets of D.C. and I was like, oh my god. It's like, look at y'all over here. I know y'all. And bitch, I'd be damned if they didn't literally look over their shoulder at me mm. with the coldest expression on their faces that I probably have ever. Mm-hmm. Seen. I mean, these people bitch to me right in my face, and I literally looked at them like, "Oh, wow, okay." And I, these are, gr- I mean, this is. Let me. Th- I, I love Grow. New Orleans. Okay, let me be clear. Let me let me be clear. I love New Orleans. But the city is this big, so it ain't nothing special going on here. So it ain't it ain't like you know. I'm not trying to give the LA girls too much, right? But they have the illusion of being more important than they are, and <laughs> it is almost justifiable, okay?
1: Because yeah. you know
0: it's LA. Yeah, what? everybody you is girls are from New Orleans. Why y'all doing that? And <laughs> and let me be Definitely clear, swap. in my streets, bitch, like. <laughs> I may not be from D.C., but, girl, I ran them streets for six years. They mine. You from... It was
1: the swamps, girl. Louisiana Right. Swamps. You
0: come up from out the bayou and really try just to play me in the streets <laughs> of the D.C. Okay. <laughs> so, nonetheless, that's the same kind of thing, right? These girls are, yeah. like, you know, used to being seen a certain way on social media, and then so they're able to put on a facade, go to a different city, and then pretend to be L.A. Somebody girls else. or somebody who has uh, just, like any sort of importance. And yeah. let me be clear. I don't think that any of us are more important than any other one. Let me be clear about mm-hmm. my perspective there. I'm only using terminology that, like, I I can assume is the mindset these people are in. Yeah. So you come over here to D.C. and you're behaving like you are, like, top echelon, and you're not, mm-hmm. buddy. Like, yeah. you're...
1: We're all here. I will. <laughs> yes. To be transparent, I did get the bug of the, like, elitist type of mindset before here and I had to humble myself um, because I started to feel like I was starting to become one of those people that like had their nose held high. And I, I'm, I'm six, four, I look down on you on purpose. Um, <laughs> okay. It's not because of my height. I look down on you actually because I'm despising you I'm sweat. but no, I did get, I did get this like aura of like, if you don't feel like you carry yourself like this, then you won't be seen you know, then people will look at you differently.
0: But I had to stop that. Carry yourself with confidence and then looking at people like they're like, you know, fucking scum of the earth. is very different. And I think that there's a fine line to be drawn there. People often tell me I walk with confidence. I know that I do. I Mm -hmm. know that I'm a, like, attractive person. I know that I'm a nice person. I have a cool personality. I'm a very talented individual and all those things can be true and I can say all of those things (laughs) and believe all of those things. But that doesn't mean I'm going to go out and treat people as if I'm better than them or as if, they are less than I am. Yeah, And it's weird that when we go to... Let me be clear. When we go outside of the house, <laughs> we're going for a reason. When mm-hmm. we go to events, we're going to those events to mingle with each other. So if I'm going to this event and your environment is not conducive to me mingling with people, this is a waste of my fucking money.
1: But that's not everybody's intentions though to go out to be mingled. People's intentions are to be seen. People's intentions are to look at other people and be like, ah, I'm better than you. And that's the problem is like, people are not going out to mingle. Cause think about it. People don't, when they go out to the club, half the time people not, don't be talking to each other unless the liquor starts to flow. Mm. Typically like people are there to like, look like come in, like, mm, like, uh, but I, and I also think that that goes to our insecurities and our anxiety. Like for me, I'm gonna be transparent. I didn't think I was the most attractive person at once. So I, would walk into spaces to find reasons to make somebody else less than me. Right, which is a problem because I had to figure out why was I doing that in the first place because that's very rude and very ignorant it's because I didn't feel conf- confident in myself so I wanted validations from others mm. and when I didn't get that there would be this type of spiral in it mm. um, which uh, is something I've worked on consistently and constantly is not looking for validation from others um, but that is something that people do people like they don't have confidence in themselves so they go out here to feel like they're you know make everybody else feel like they're in fear so that the people be like oh my god like they're so this they, they look so this what's that girl those girls don't even believe in themselves you know they got to put somebody else down to make themselves be up and it's the difference between being cocky and confident
0: so unfortunate if you and really I get it girl to, yeah if you really you have to, do to. That, sometimes like you really have to go to an entirely different city and or even if you if you live there if you really have to go out into the public and mm-hmm. put on such a heavy armor to feel good about yourself that's yeah it's really unfortunate. You, nobody I'm proud of you for making that.
1: It was because nobody had an identity of who I was. So you're coming to a space and you're creating this identity. That's why dating apps is mm. something that is helpful is because... You have an identity where you're from, right? You've you yeah. been there for years. You, you try to get a fresh start and a clean start. And that's what it's like when people come to visit other places because you're visiting. You can be whoever you want. But the problem that comes at that is you're, being, you're ultimately being somebody that you're not in reality. So then when you mingle and meet people, they're not going to know who you fucking really are because you're that girl. That you're the Devery in Atlanta or not the Devery in D.C. You know, the mm-hmm. every that likes anime, the de- every that likes to play volleyball. But I go to L.A. or Atlanta. I'm the nigga that likes hookah. You know, I'm the nigga that likes you know designer stuff. It's like, girl, who are you when nobody's watching? Like Chloe and Holly says, like, it's that's like your you're not quote. really. That's my fucking favorite coat You know it is. <laughs> but no, it's it's that, and it's it's a shame that we, this our identities are so um, like are so like teetered. On the uh, likes of others, and I think that's something that like that mm-hmm. elitism and like DC like over on Memorial Weekend. Well, I know we went until we're gonna talk, but like it was fine. I love seeing you. I love being in the the space of friends and just like having fun. I didn't feel like I was in that mindset of like I did get a lot of compliments this weekend. <sighs> Yeah, you know, a girl oh my, was confident.
0: You, the people are always telling me how cute you are. Literally, like, every chance, some, every time somebody sees when I tell them about the podcast, <laughs> like this Michael is, my they're like, wow, he's super handsome. So, oh, you know, the girls listen you. To you. That's a fact.
1: Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I, I appreciated it. Um, and because I said it was something that I didn't feel about myself, I felt like when I would go out in the D- 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 DC streets, I was always the friend of the pretty or the handsome people. And that was something that I had to really combat and work through because I know I am enough. I am more than enough and I am worthy of whatever. And also, if these people don't <clears throat> want to talk to me or anything of that nature, I'm perfectly fine with that. But it was interesting because I had an interaction this weekend. I mean, not this weekend, but that weekend where somebody was like, I don't like the debris that you're becoming now.
0: Yeah, and that's I was a like, hating ass hoe. <laughs>
1: And I was like, wait, I have not done this. You just are very egotistical. You're very vain. You're very confident. You tell yourself that you look good. And it's just like, no, that is, I'm, do you rather me be silent in the small dev and not the dev that's like, no, I deserve this. I deserve that. Which was very interesting. Because I was like, I'm not even doing nothing this time. But I I, I, nonetheless, I felt good. I love seeing you. It was always great to be with my good Judy. And you just live your best life. Like one thing about you, girl, you're going to fuck it up. Wherever you at is going (laughs)
0: you gonna have a ball first of all fuck that hoe that's number one (laughs) and i felt that way before being in her presence and almost got me for a slick second like for a slick second i was like okay yeah 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 all right i can i can vibe and then you came back and say some shit like that and i'm like all right fuck that hoe again yeah and it's gonna stay that way unchanged Yeah. And
1: I'm okay with that. I think for me, it's also this mindset that I'm going through. It's like, you don't deserve the hurt that you feel like, you know, like this, what ifs, right. This mindset of what ifs. And it's like, I'm starting to gradually, it's a gradual thing, girl. You know me, bitch woman. I'm stupid woman. I'm like, but it's something that I know what I, I I'm practicing my my worth and I'm deserving of it. And I'm consistently reminding myself and creating those healthy boundaries but it's not always perfect some days,
0: girl. I you know and I'm, it. And
1: I, I'm doing the work, and I'll tell y'all, I'm like, I'm being stupid. I'm going to just let y'all I know. I'll be transparent with my girls. they be like, what's happening? I'm like, I'm being stupid. But <laughs> talking to my therapist about it and trying to work through it. But all in all, it was um, a fun weekend, but Philly was a great. Uh, Philly was fun. I enjoyed it. I was looking forward to it. Philly was a great time.
0: You just don't want me to go in. <laughs> <laughs> That's all this is. You
1: see, yeah. You see, I was like, bro, we gave it too much. Yeah. We right. gave it too much I'll well, move on for
0: the sake of, uh, I just, fuck that hoe. Anyway. Ah! Um, <clears throat> so I want to say like, when I go out, when I go out, I want to dance. Like I've, especially from moving from DC and like having those interact. Like I felt like I was going out in DC and getting drunk every time because I wasn't enjoying myself. And I had to say mm. that several times. Like I had to be like, I don't want to keep getting fucked up why am I spending so much money? I'm spending so much money at the bar to get drinks because I'm not having fun. But now when I go out, I'm solely focused on dancing. If I don't, if I'm not dancing, bitch, I'm leaving. Yeah. And the girls want to dance. A lot of the girls want to dance. They want to enjoy themselves. Yeah. So I, I don't, I'm not doing that shit anymore. And honestly, I really feel like, we need to progress past the need to impress each other anyway, because if you're not directly getting paid for that, it's kind of a waste, right? Like you're spending money to go to an event <laughs> so that people can look at you a certain way. And then what?
1: Oh, my gosh, he's so attractive. Let me follow him on Instagram and just stalk him. Or Oh, my God. Like, it's like you could, you want to be in the air of somebody like that's all.
0: But it's like, if like you're it- not you're not going to have sex with these people. And if you are, you'd probably be a little bit more methodical about it. <laughs> um, you're, they're yeah. not gonna pay you. You pay. It. You pay it to look like this. They're not paying mm-hmm. you. It's all a fallacy. This is you're you're paying for a dream. Because after it's all said and done, and we all go to our respective homes, nobody's thinking about you in that fucking section. And it's one thing to get a section with your friends so that you can just like sit down. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times it's just like, yeah, bitch, I want to party. Bitch, I, ass, need to sit down. I need to sit my ass down. So I got this section. Yeah. So I can sit. But if you just going to be sitting in there, a lot of people just be sitting in their sections looking just like this.
1: Yeah. I like I like to have a section because I have anxiety. And, like, if it's packed and, like, I need somewhere to sit down, I also know I'm guaranteed some drinks in a section sometimes. Like, yeah. with certain sections, you do get drinks. So, like, I like right. that. But, like, I recently got to the section vibe. Before, I was like, eh, I'm not going to do it. But, like, if it's affordable, I'll do it. Like, I don't believe in having more than five people in a section.
0: Okay, maybe piling them sections up baby.
1: I, because then it's starting to be get broke vibes. I'm just like, I quit, I'm done. <laughs> no, <that's fine. sighs> no, I, I think I, I get it sometimes, but like, it just needs to be reasonable. Like, I, all in all, like, I have no problem spending like $40 to get into like a club or something, but like, once it starts to get past that $40, or it start, I'm starting to question, I'm like shaking to give them that, like.
0: So, like, mm-mm. what do you think were some of the successes of DC Pride? Like, what do you think went well?
1: Mm, so, w- the things that I went to. So, I know that DC has places that are not just parties. I know that they have um, interactions. I saw. I know Impulse DC had so, um, had an event. Yeah. Um, in one of the, um, I think it was one of the hotels that they regularly do. Yeah, that was
0: fun. This, I loved it. Yeah,
1: they also have a DC Pride Parade, which I enjoyed. That is just not the party scenes, mm-hmm. uh, but I think the successes for me was um, I did get to see a lot of people um, that I, I haven't seen in a while. Um, so, like for you, I hadn't seen in a while, and then I had seen some people coming in um, that I hadn't seen in a while, like people I actually wanted to see. Um, so it was really fun to see them people, and also like, granted, you know. Nelly's the history that they have is really trash I actually enjoyed Nellie's that Saturday we went um uh, because everybody was dancing and having fun yeah um but other than that yeah Nelly's was that was fun that was I felt like that was a good vibe because it just was fun like I have been there like for like since I had like four and I was just like turn up but um I think the successes were the um, I just like seeing black queer men together and not always in a turn spot. I, but also I didn't go to that many spaces because I did have company.
0: I wish you had, um, and I wish I had sent you a text message the, on Sunday morning because I went to, with Omar to the event, um, at the park and that was actually a really enjoyable time. Um, and you know, yeah. we met up with Reese. Um, so I, and I saw Dwight and Ra, so that was great too. Yes, the girl! Exactly. So mm-hmm. I, I really wish you had come to that because I really saw the gays connecting with each other and, like, really enjoying and talking to each other um, yeah. at, at, at that event. And I just wish we could do more of that. Like, you know, we talk about these needing to see examples of Black gay love, um, and we talk about needing to, like, be represented in a certain way because at the end of it, we're really all just kind of, like, trying to connect with each other. Like, yeah at the core of people putting on these facades, it's, a, it's out of loneliness. Like it is out yeah. of insecurity. It's out of sadness. Right. And like the only way we can really get past those things is if we do our personal work and if we rely mm-hmm. on each other, like the word community is not something that we're just using to lump people together because they have something in common. The word community yeah. like is supposed to mean a uh, support. Like this is, a network of people that you should be able to rely on for comfort, for support, for love, for intimacy, to be vulnerable. And uh, the people who put on these events are actually trying to foster that, right? Like the people who coordinate events for, um, for pride. And I'm not talking about the nighttime events. I'm talking about the actual, like, you know, oh, we're doing a meet and greet here, doing, you know, this panel on this. That's for people who actually care about the well-being of our community. And I don't always feel like party promoters um, are in that headspace. Some of them are. I want to be clear about yeah. that. There are party promoters who actually do want to foster connections and who are good at building community. And that's something that's a skill I really respect is people who are capable mm-hmm. of doing that. Um, And I want to say that that event that I went to on Sunday was very much an event like that. But I definitely think that like club scenes are killing that and they're really causing a very deep, maybe not causing, but they are exacerbating very deep chasm um, in like our connections with each other. I I really just want to see us grow from that. Like, I really want to see you remember me telling you that when I moved to New Orleans, I wanted to feel more connected. And I think it's true that I've had that experience, but I think I see things in a much clearer way now because I see that like, I do, you know, I'm back in a space where I'm like, I'm ready for love. You know, I'm ready to work on it again. And I'm like, Oh, well, you know, it's going to be difficult to do that. If I'm not speaking, if I'm not talking to these men and connecting with them and like, it's going to be hard to do that. If I'm not in it, environments that are conducive to that i always i mean it's never like i ever thought i was going to meet my boyfriend at a club event right but you know you it's hard to network with people at these events because you can't even talk to them
1: Yeah, I agree with that. I think that the club scene doesn't create, I think we don't need, we have just over too many club spaces and not that many spaces for community. I think that D.C. is definitely a space that has a potential. And I think they're like in cuts and corners, Mm -hmm. like, you know, but it's not as Mm -hmm. highlighted as the parties are um, in D.C. And I agree with you. I think it's always hard to cultivate relationships at parties and things like that, because it's just too many, just dis- like too many distractors or too many senses are being like worked. And it's actually interesting. I met a guy at a club. Um, and i mind, it was at a straight club and um, we have been able to, we've connected. It was like really nice to connect with him after that. Um, because I noticed that we did have a lot of things in common, which was very rare. Cause I was like, now I'm going to meet somebody at the club and actually like, And like the the idea of the person, like, hmm. But yeah, I definitely agree. It's just like DC. That mindset is just oversaturated. You know, like I would love for these events that always have parties to change it up a bit and give us something different.
0: Can you give us something? Like,
1: it's what did Kiki said? Kiki said, "Keep it moving, girl." She said, like her late great heat, keep it moving. She said, "Law, you're tired," and that's how I feel about these clubs. You're tired. I'm not about to keep doing the same thing, y'all. Give me something different, okay? Give me something different. I need it. How do you think? I won't want to keep coming out.
0: How do you think we can fix it?
1: Um, I definitely think that I don't know how we can fix. it. I think if there was a way that we can get to the promoters and be like, "Listen here, bitch, we need something. We need some real dialogue happening. We need y'all to like." I think that it's, they need to be tied with another organization or something. Yeah, mm. like they need to be doing more than just throwing parties and making people spend money on them. Like they need to be able to give back to the community somehow, some way, because I'm not really seeing them give back to the community. I'm seeing us pour into them, Mm. but it's not really them pouring into us. And I think that's, that's the thing is just like, I'm giving y'all money to turn up, but like, I don't see y'all donating this money. I don't see y'all having events that we can dialogue in and converse and talk about the complexities but it's, like, we ultimately may have to do it ourselves. Absolutely.
0: I think we have to stop relying on events for that. But, I mean, like, we have to be willing to, like, make the personal steps to, like, reach out to each other. Um, and that was something that I was really trying to do. Um, and I I think I was a little... Um, I think after I had that that interaction with the two guys from um, New Orleans, um, first I brushed because I don't even know them like that. So mm-hmm. I think I'm just, like, I have been in such a bubble, right, since I moved here of this space that I'm creating in this like spiritual energy that I've been living in and being open yeah. and connected to people that being, um, back in DC and experiencing that there kind of just like shocked me a little bit. Um, and when I got back here, I considered hardening up and that's usually when I know mm. like it, it, you. Mm. I considered hardening up and I was like, damn, it's... <laughs> I'm telling you, it's crazy. It, it doesn't get any, it doesn't get any any more sinister than that, right? Like, yeah. the whole objective is to be open, to be connected. And when you have experiences like that, it does cause you to harden up. But once you harden up, you only feed the cycle of doing that to other people. Yeah. It's yeah. so wild. I mean, I can this yeah. close. This yeah. close.
1: I've done that. And the thing about it I was, like, I used to do that going out. Like, I would definitely guard. I would come very guarded in. I would come, like... You know, I have to walk in like I'm that girl. Like, if you're going to walk like that, I'm going to... Because I came from Ohio. And I remember coming here. It just was... Elitism was real, bitch. You know, we didn't have queer space in Ohio. So I'm just excited to just be with kids. I'm just like, woo! And I'm dancing. And I'm turning up. And I see people like, you're doing the most. You're doing too much. And I'm like, girl, I ain't doing... I thought I wasn't doing enough.
0: Yeah. I
1: just... And then, you know, that nose held high. And I think it's also a difference. You know, we talk about D.C. gays and Atlanta gays are like the Elitism is different because D.C., no shade to Atlanta girls. A lot of the girls are entrepreneurs, Mm -hmm. you know, so they happen to make their money however they make it. However, D.C., the girls here are salaries. Yeah. The girls potentially work on the hill. Yeah. So that coin that they have is more sustainable potentially this is a, this is this is a guess y'all don't drag me, don't cancel me. Then some of the girls in Atlanta, because a lot of the girls in Atlanta are very like hungry. You know, they're gonna get their money, how they gonna get it? They are gonna open up some brands or they're gonna be like uh, influencers. But in DC, these girls who work in corporate jobs. So they do feel like they have this coof about them because that's what DC does. DC is more so about what you do. Yeah like who that's you are. true.
0: That's very true.
1: They will ask you what job where do you what do you work? Like, I do? hate people telling people where I work. <laughs> Wait, What do you do? I hate telling people that like I tell my podcast
0: yeah, I used to do that, too. I All talk right about podcasts because,
1: <laughs> yeah, because the thing about it is, like, once they know what you have, then they want to, they want to, that elitism kicks in. It's like, oh, well, I scratch your back, you scratch my eyes. And it's transparent. Like, D.C. is, I mean, D.C. is a space where you, like, it's it's a it's a scratch my back, scratch your back. It's very much like that networking type of vibe. So I don't like it, though. And I wish we just had more spaces where we just did not, we could just be unguarded because I know as as a transplant city. I don't want us to come in. Like, I'm glad that I'm starting to realize that girl is not giving that. Like, I don't see myself going out for a little minute. Um, in DC grant, I am going to New York <laughs> for pride. <laughs> Bitch. June is I'm, I'm traveling, girl traveling. Um, but no, yeah, I, I just wish that, um, that elitism would move. Out the way because it also hinders like relationships and yes dynamics and and
0: i really i that. really do think that it's like we could see some beautiful relationship stem if we uh were better at communicating with and co- uh each other and mm-hmm. connecting to each other
1: i even also felt that way with the podcast mm-hmm. if you want to be if you want to get if you want to get comfortable girl i did feel there was a form of elitism in certain spaces not us But with our platform, you know, we give people the platform to be themselves. Oh, yes. And I don't think people was giving us our flowers, which is a granted thing that I don't need to be trying to get from others, which is something I'm going through with therapy. Yeah. But we gave so many people, you know, platforms to talk about themselves. And when we no shade, we meet some of these people in person and the energy is not the same
0: oh absolutely <laughs> I, I have that experience um <laughs> I, I, with someone who had been on this show and I, I mean great i was shocked i was actually really shocked and the fact that it, it is that deep right like it's one thing for it to happen with some socially with some people that you know i only kind of know but at the point yeah. that like we've actually like you've occupied a space on my platform um you would think that that openness would be there, right? That camaraderie, that pleasantry. Um, and I mean, let's Mm-mm. be clear. I just want to, I want to reiterate, right? Like, Red Black Cape Pride, sis. So like the same, we're not like, <laughs> we're not at the Oscars. We, this, we... Isn't, this isn't the Met Gala. Like, Girl. I get it that you've got a platform. Like, I totally understand that and I support and appreciate that. And there's still no hard feelings on that. Like, it's still all love for all of these people, honestly, because it ain't even that deep. But what is deep is that like, that kind of attitude is really stopping some great stuff. It's everyone an in individual, it's individualism. It's everyone trying yes. to make sure that they get their piece for them. And they're completely neglecting the fact that like, we're not, none of us are going to be able to sustain without each other. Like, that's not how this works. This isn't a like, I'm about to be, it's about to just be me. And then like, yeah. okay, good luck. <laughs> we're social creatures. We are designed to yeah. be with each other, to need each other. And like, I think people, yeah, people don't get they that forget people, it often.
1: It's that mindset. It's like, but I'm, I'm I, but what I, what I always think about is like, you got to this place because people, the community liked what you were doing. So you don't think that you need them is a weird space because without them, you wouldn't be here. You know, and that's just a weird mindset. And also, I agree with you because I had to literally stop somebody and be like, hey, you were on my show because they kept walking like they were t- walking. And I was like, hey, I want to say nice to meet you. I'm Devery, that black boy, Joy. And it was like, oh, nice to meet you. And I was like, hold on. I, I, I grabbed them. Like, I shouldn't have did that. But I was like, the podcast, you were on my show. And then they, it's, they stopped. They had to stop. To process it and that's when they were like yes and then gave me the hug and the flowers but it was they were thinking I was a fan of them yeah you know that admiration which I have not when I I think somebody is talented I would tell you but don't put me
0: less than you automatically it's so wild that the the, it's so wild that the gays were doing that because you know I saw Kofi um I think it's Cerebo is that how you say his last name from Queen Sugar. I saw him on yeah. my way to work on Monday, I think it was either Monday or Tuesday. I'm just riding the bike down the sidewalk and I see the back of this man's head fine as hell. And I was like, I think that was Kofi. But I was I wasn't 100 percent certain. So I bust the corner and it was him. So I'm like riding past him. I was like, hey, I just wanted to let you know I bust this corner because I was pretty sure I saw and I was like, I think that's Kofi. And I was like, introduce you. It's like it's really cool to see you. And he was like, What's up, man? Yeah. It's like, it's really nice to meet you. And I was like, Mm -hmm. thank you, you too. All right, enjoy the rest of your day. And I continued on to work. And he was just so... This is a man who is actually on a television show. (laughs) He's actually with power players. Like, he, like, you know... You actually have a job. He has every reason to treat, quote-unquote, because obviously, I want to reiterate, I don't see it this way, right? But according to Zeitgeist, (laughs) he has every single reason to treat me the way that we're describing and he didn't so and you don't have to no one has to no one has to to.
1: because my thing about it is like also what do you gain from that what do you get out of making somebody feel like they're smaller than you and things of that nature and i think that was also something that like i took a break from the podcast because i felt like we were giving people a platform that did not respect us at all, which was a problem. You know, like we could talk, we're gonna talk about that. I felt at one point we were giving our flowers to people who did not respect us in return. And I think that was something I had to really sit down and grapple with because that was something I was internally battling with. Because the pot the pot this is this is a space for us to celebrate people, you know, right. For our intentions, it doesn't have to be anything in return. You know, we want to give them the praise. However, the behind the scenes of it sometimes will kind of make me like, is this really like, you know, we're doing, we're doing all this stuff. We're not getting, you know, the, the promotion that we should have agreed, you know, and I think that was the thing that used to bother me. It's like, why, you know, like there's a lot of stuff that I, I just had a, but I had to sit down and realize, and me and you talked about it, of course, and we had our dialogue about it, and I appreciated it. But I got to a space, I was like, no, why? Because the girls aren't going to give us our flowers. So why do we need to give the girls their flowers? But I was like, that's not the mindset. Do not come up with that intention. You're starting to be burnt out, bitch. That's why <laughs> you were just doing a lot of work. But it was also in a space of like, dang, like, we're just, we were spewing out shit. We were just... And I think it's also, I have to take the small wins. And I think that's yes. something that like I yes. was not remembering at all in the space of like, I wanted, and then my elitism wanted not elitism, I just, I wanted to be seen. Which is something I'm going to therapy for, you know, I'm working on is I wanted to feel liked or I wanted to see, I wanted to hear, I wanted people to talk about us a lot but that doesn't happen unless you believe in it, mm. you know? And once you believe in it, then that's going to gradually come and things don't happen overnight. You know? And I think for me, I started to get into a space where I was that I wanted instant gratification and in something. Um, but yeah, that's my little rant about, you know, my mindset about where I was at. I don't feel that way anymore, but I was kind of in a space like, Whoa, yeah, Well, I I'm mean, tired I, of just,
0: I love doing this show with you. Um, and I'm very glad to be back. And, you know, how people receive it, I would love for people to you know love it um, and to yeah. enjoy this journey. And with they us. do, and I they think do. that they do. Um, and then you know, I'm as long as it feels good, I'm going to continue doing it.
1: And that's the thing. I, I for me, it felt good at a point. I think after it, I started to feel like I was on a machine. Yeah, and it wasn't fun anymore. Yeah, me. and that's when you. Stopped. I never. Yeah. And I never felt like, and I never felt, you know, when we have our guests are like, Oh my gosh, like they need to shout us out. And I was like, I just want to give y'all y'all flowers. Like I love y'all, but I don't want y'all to feel like I am less than, yeah. you know, that interaction is like the, the, we are, we don't deserve the, the, the respect, you know, or it's just like, Oh, you're all our small platform or if y'all were a bigger one, then we might give y'all cause you know, the interactions we have with people like you, you better get me, y'all better have me on before I blow up. And
0: <laughs> I was like, why would you say that of... to someone? Isn't that wild? And I don't think about it. Like, that's so wild to <laughs> yes! say. It's so wild to say.
1: And I was like, they were like, well, your platform isn't big enough for for me and all that stuff. And I'm just like, so wild.
0: I'm sorry. I'm so
1: sorry. But we're here, love. We're so here. I love it. I'm excited. And I think that, you know, more is to come um all of those, those, those things. I was, I went off.
0: Are oh, you fine. well um that's all i have on that topic uh we've been (laughs) probably doing this a little longer than i thought we would if we're our first back i'm glad we got in the groove of it though i'm very glad to be back with you sister i'm very excited to get to 100 we're very close i cannot wait
1: first of all i want to say thank you all for the listeners and supporters and people who have still been rocking with us um it does not go unnoticed Um, I, like I said, I did have my internal stuff, but I do appreciate people that have followed us to continue to follow us and check in about where the podcast is at. People that have our, the, have been wearing our merch and consistently just like shouting us out and giving us our praise. Um, shout out to Duran and
0: Archie.
1: Duran, Archie, Charles, David, Kaylin. Just more people that have just like showed us our, um, love. And I just appreciate all of that. So, we see it. We're not, you know. We're back. You know. We're here. We just are talking, talking our shit. Um, but yeah, you know. I think that that's where we're at. So, before we wrap up, tell the girls where they can follow you at on all social medias.
0: Why don't you go first?
1: Ah, okay, kind girl. I like you know. <laughs> So, if y'all would like to consider talking to your boy, Dav, I am on all dating apps. At- no,
0: sorry, I know that's the fuck right, bitch. I know that's the fuck right. The girl says, sweet me up, honey, before I get big,
1: honey. Girl, here's the thing. I'm going to be very humble. Your girl might be seeing me still on Tinder or something of that nature, and I have a little, little coin. But- If y'all would like to get to know your boy, you can hit me up on all my social media platforms at underscore Lord Every, that is underscore L-O-R-D-E-V-E-R-Y.
0: And you guys know that you can find me on Instagram at Derwin King, that's D-E-R-W-I-N-K-I-N-G, and on Twitter at Free Negro, that's F-R-E-E-N-E-G-R-E-A-U-X.
1: And you all can continue watching these episodes on the YouTube at ThatBlackBoyJoy. We have our video visuals and we have our audio. All of our audio is on all streaming platforms. Please, if you want to be a guest, you can write in. You can send us a DM or just email us. Um, and you can follow us on all of our social medias at ThatBlackBoyJoy on Instagram and Twitter. Hit us up at Podcast at gmail.com if you want to be a guest on the show. And you can follow us on YouTube at ThatBlackBoyJoy. And Like we always conclude with, please be so in love with who you are.